Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host, Joe Meyer. Thank you for being here with me once again on another episode. Um, It's been a couple weeks, but I wanted to follow up with all of you out there and let you know how everything's going, what's going on in the life of Joe Meyer, um, the struggles, the successes, everything that's going on, right? Um, So just uh, let me get started with this song. Um, Traditionally, um, this one you have not heard before, or probably this artist, but her name is Lauren Dangle, or Dangle. She's a Christian artist. Um, But this is a song that really plays close to heart in things that I'm going through right now, and I think you guys will resonate with this, some of you, but let me play it, and uh, we'll come right back. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. that play in the background a little bit so that song it's um it it just makes me really think about those times when we really struggle and those of us who are believers in Jesus and God um really are we become the, our worst enemies at times, don't we? We put ourselves down. We tell ourselves how worthless we are. Um, you know, and, and God doesn't think of us in that way, does he? No, he doesn't think of us in that way. He loves us. He wants us to prosper and be successful. 
but oftentimes as believers, sometimes because of the human side of us, we fail in our trials. We fall in temptation. We, we go through hardships like anybody else. But it seems like as a Christian, we tend to go through a lot more hardships sometimes because God tests us. He tests our faith. For some of you out there who are not believers, uh, I'm sure you go through your hard times. I'm sure you struggle. I'm not saying you don't. But it just seems in the life of a Christian, we we are very self-aware of like, oh man, I'm going through another trial. What's God trying to show me? And I know it's hard to say this. Some would say, well, just thank God, right? Yes, I understand. Thank God. Thank God for my trial. Thank God for my hardships. And I know most of us um, would not do that because most of us don't want hardships. We want to we, we want to have prosperity in our life. We want to go through life without hardships, right? I will say that hardships do make us stronger, right? Now, I don't want them to last forever. <laughs> I don't want them to last years. It's hard enough lasting for months, you know, or weeks. It's painful. And sometimes God puts us under that pressure and we don't like it. And we want out of it. We want done. We, we, we want out of that pressure. We want to feel good again. And sometimes God says, yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. Just wait. I have I'm a little bit longer. Just be patient. Wait on me, and I will bring you through this. And I know sometimes we fail to believe. We fail to have faith that he will. This year, as you all know, has been particularly tough. Because in March, I lost my position with my last company. And then... um got a new position in May, but between March and May, I made a, a great deal amount of mistakes, right? Things that I will never, ever, ever, ever forget. Failures that hurt myself, that hurt my family, financially, stress-wise, and on top of that, you know, my my wife had her own trials, right, with her health. And thank goodness she's healthier now, or healthy now. But she also had trials with her job too, right? And it, it affected us in our life, right? And it's still affecting us in a way, right, today. And we have to have faith, but it's hard. Because we have bills, we have rent, we have food, we have things piling up, right? And the pressure is on, right? It's incredibly difficult. And during this time, I buckle. I falter. I fail. I My, my mind... <sighs> goes to dark places. I think of ways out of this life. 
thinking of leaving my family behind, which are not easy thoughts to have. Some would say, well, Joseph, maybe you need help. Maybe you go, go, go talk to a therapist or maybe you need medication, you know, so you feel a little bit better. And, and maybe that would help. I have taken routes in the past where I've seen a therapist. I have taken medication. I have found ways to cope, right? Do I still think about ending it all to a certain degree? Yes, I do. I'm not going to lie. I think about plans. I think about how I'm going to, if I was to do that, um, how I would leave my family behind. And, and yes, it would be hard on them. Yes, they would be destroyed, so to speak. Would they recover? They would have to. They would have to move forward. Would it leave a permanent scar on their lives? Yes. But the pressure is real. And, and I like to think that, oh, well, we'll just get some help. Like, uh, you know what? Although, yes, we have Jesus in our life. He's our help. He's the one who supports us. But society is not going to help us. Society wants to see you fail. They want to see you drown. They want to see you, in my opinion, they want to see you die. One less person to worry about in society. I think oftentimes in society, we force people to the limit of death, of taking their life, of hurting themselves, of drinking too much, of using drugs because of the pressures. And no, and people in the today's society, we say, well, well, you know, we have resources to help people. We care. We love you. No, you don't. Stop saying that. If we really cared as a society, would we have 40 plus 50,000 people living on the streets in Los Angeles alone? No. Oh, but that, you know, you can't, you can't blame that. That's, that's, a, you know, that's some of those people, that's their fault. They're alcoholics. They're drug users. They're mentally ill. No, they're not all like that. In my opinion, I believe that many of those people are on hard times and were unable to get out. Yes, there are those that have mental illness. Yes, there are those who use drugs and drink and, and, and ended up on the streets. Many of those people are alone. They don't have anybody. Many of those people, um, some of those people are actually content living on the street. And you may say, well, that's hard to believe. And I, I, I have watched documentaries on the homeless and, and sometimes they interview the homeless people and they're like, I'm free, man. I'm free. I, I love living like this. I know it's a hard, it's hard life, but I, I, I don't, I'm free from the government. I'm free from, from, from the pressures of this life. I can do what I want. But, uh, you know, many of those people don't want to live on the street. You know, I, um, many people live in their cars, right? Struggling to try to survive. Right? And it's dangerous out there. Right? And I know people, 
even the mayor, the governor, people in the state of California will say, well, you know, we're trying to do something for the homeless. We're trying, but you're not doing enough. Well, you know, we have, uh, uh, you know, things that are against us, uh, government and, and other people and businesses who try to stop us. And, yeah, that's a big part of the problem, too. That big businesses say they care about helping people, but really they don't. They, they care about their bottom line. They care about their profits. They, they care little about solving homelessness in our country, right? But again, you know, God already knows what happens in our world. Our, our world is broken. It's only going to be fixed when he comes back one day, right? And who knows when that will be? It could be tomorrow, yeah? It could be 10 years from now. It could be a decade from now. It could be 100 years from now. Who knows? All I do know is that, in my opinion, that society is crumbling, right? And we're not alone. Societies before us. The great Roman Empire, hey, very similar to the U.S. in a way, was top of its game, the place to be, and look what happened to it. Imploded it within, right? With sin, with greed, ruthlessness. Yeah, we're, we're not much different than back then. Yeah, we have technology. People haven't all that changed all that much in centuries you know we're still ruthless careless people right and we only continue to get worse right well blame the government blame blame biden blame the the you know that's their fault no it's not it's not their fault it's our fault as people because we have a choice to be better we have a choice to be better human beings towards each other and people don't want to be, right? I mean, thinking about the last few months and even the last job, which I shouldn't have had to leave that job. I shouldn't have had to left. I should be there right now. I should be employed, enjoying my job, trying to learn, being a member of the team. But I wasn't allowed to do that. You know, I wasn't allowed to do that. Yes, I understand there's going to be things I have to learn. There's going to be criticisms. There's going to be feedback. There's going to be things that I will find difficult to do at first because I'm learning. You know, but I, but it, it, it's things much work much better when people are kind to each other. Um, I didn't see that coming towards me. Now, I... I I will say the manager, the supervisor that was there, they were very kind towards me. The person that I worked with in tandem, the project manager, was not becoming very kind. For someone who had plenty plus years in the in her field, yeah, she knew how to manage projects, don't get me wrong, but when it came to showing how things can be done or how you'd like to have things done, she failed in that. 
Instead, she put it on me, which, yes, it's partly my responsibility to learn, but I need examples. I need help at times to get started, you know, regardless if I'm a professional or not. I've been doing things for many years. I'm not an idiot, right? But again, they're learning they are aware of those issues because I was not the, the only one who had those issues. Hopefully they're making changes to prevent the next person from having those same issues as I was. But I, I you know what? I gave up a, a great opportunity with a great income. And most people would be like, well, you know, just, just uh, you stick it out. Stick it out. That's what most people tend to do. Stick it out. Yeah, just, uh, you know, it'll be okay. You know, don't, don't, don't let it get to you. And, you know, maybe I should have stuck it out. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I should have. And I, I, maybe I partially regret that. Maybe I should have just given a little bit more time. Um, but I, I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall of where that person was headed in, tr in treatment towards me. Okay. And I don't deserve it. We don't deserve it as people, right? So it's important for us to remember that. We deserve respect. I gave I give respect to those that I work with every day. Right? I think it's it shouldn't be too hard to ask that I get it in return, right? That when I'm learning something, I'm given the time to learn, to adjust. That's all I'm asking, you know? But again, um, I know it's in the past now, right? Have to move forward, right? And the good thing is things are starting to look up. Um, I did get an op a new opportunity that was offered to me on Thursday from a company that I've been trying to get into for about seven years now. And every single time I applied, nowhere. I, did, I went through, I must have gotten like over a dozen pre-screen interviews and even first interviews and got nowhere. Right? Got nowhere. And then finally this, it finally happened, right? It's a little different. It is a hybrid position. It does pay slightly less than what I was making at my last job. The one that was from Mar March, but it is a different industry. Similar to what I was doing job-wise in my last job in March, working with clients, right? So I, I'm looking forward to that. I also have another opportunity where I was interviewing um, that it's also an opportunity, but that one's remote. I'm in preference of a remote position, but I'm not tied to it. It's more difficult because I have to balance being there, and then my wife and daughter have to go, you know, goes to work and go to school, and we have to balance that, and it's it's challenging, right? 
but I'm I, I'm looking up. You know, I mean, I I, I didn't want to go into the end of the year perfectly like holiday season without a job. That would have been very difficult. I have to manage the money differently now. But that's hard, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to do better, trying. Getting there, getting there, but it's difficult, right? All right. During this time, like I mentioned, I have been struggling with my mental health. This is one of the songs that I've been listening to, which I know it's not very helpful, <laughs> um, but I like the song, and it, it not that it makes me feel great, but it makes me think. It's by a, a singer by the name of Ghost. Or, actually, that's the name of the song, right? Um, so let me play it. And it, there is some profanity involved, just be warned, right? I tried it once before, but I didn't get too far. I felt a lot of pain, but it didn't stop my heart. And all I really wanted was someone to give a little fuck. But I waited there forever and nobody even looked up Yes, it is a song about suicide, which I know. It's not very helpful, and you're like, well, why are you listening to a song about suicide when you're thinking of dark thoughts? I don't know. I just, it, it's, it, it makes me think, right? But anyways, 
trying to be more positive, trying to think more positively, certainly trying to not, to, to try to think on the positive side of things getting better in my life, right? And not trying to think about the end game or finishing life sooner. Or, I'm really trying. I really am. I'm trying to, to look on the positive things that I will be working soon. I will hopefully have a sense of um, stability again, which is what I need. Okay? It doesn't feel good not to have a job. Right? It doesn't feel good to have that sense of lack of stability. And um, the, the hard thing is the bills. You know, that's what makes things so much more difficult, right? There are some positive things, right? Well, one positive thing coming up is I, I well, as many of you know, I, I published my my book, The Pox, and it was the uh, e-book at first, and now I'm going to be publishing the paperback version, um, which will be available uh, August 30th, right? Um, all major retailers. So I created the the book and it's ready and um so looking forward to that you know um to be out there i i you know it's gonna be mostly online right it's it's obviously not gonna be in a store uh, you know you're not gonna see it in a barnes and noble and things like that so you know and plus being that i'm an independent um publisher the, the cost is quite higher than your standard paperback because usually most paperbacks are around like $14. This one's around $28 only because, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with the publishing industry, they can have a lower cost because they're selling large volumes. With me, I'm, anytime a book is being made, you know, there's a cost involved. And if I make the cost too low, then I don't make money, right? I don't make any money, right? I can't exactly make a book for $60 because who's going to buy it, right? But I have to make it a little bit more reasonable. So right now, I think it's like $28.99, right? Uh, I know even that's high for me, in my opinion. But it's okay. Um, I ordered my, I ordered one for me to kind of see what that looks like. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, when I get it, I'll, I'm going to do like a, where I'm, sharing a video and I'm opening it which I see a lot of like people doing and just to show that what the book looks like 390 pages right which I where I'm like I didn't realize it's that many pages but <laughs> but that's a lot you know um I did finish my second book um and I'm just kind of sitting on it at the moment um and then I'll start working on it uh editing it that is and then eventually I will do the same thing. I'll e-publish it, and then um, and then I'll put it on as a book itself, right? So, you know, certainly um, things are looking up in that way. Um, I am also. I am also going to write another book. Um, 
where it's more of an autobiography on my life, but also infused with my faith, how God has been there, how he continues to be there. Uh, the reason why I'm going to make it an autobiography is because I want to have a book um, that details my life. Now, I know our, all our lives are important, no matter what. But primarily, our lives are important to the people that are closest to us, like our mom, our families. Uh, the sad thing is, my mom never talked a lot about her life, her background. It's not like I didn't know her, but I really didn't know parts of her life. And it would have been nice to know, right? And I want to leave something like that one day behind for my daughter, right? And my family, right? Um, because I want her to have something tangible, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, that one, I don't know when I'm going to finish it. I just kind of started it. But I'm in looking to put a lot of, uh, faith-based um, scripture in there, right? Um, my account of my life, things I've struggled with, um, history in a way, right? And we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. The other book that I um, would like to create is a book of my childhood stories, which I, I've done blogs in. Um, but I want to put it in a book form, right? So I'm thinking of that. Um, and go from there, right? Go from there. Um, what else? Those are things I'm writing about, right? I'm focused on right now, you know? So we'll see what happens. Got to keep the writing going. It's important that I continue to write. Right, continue to get my voice out there, right? Not just for myself, but for you out there, my daughter, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, let's see, what else? Well, you know, let me um play this last song for you. This is kind of this is a fun song and I think you'll enjoy it. It's one from my childhood and it's all in reminiscence and of turtle power right being that the teenage mutant ninja turtles have a new movie out which we're going to go see take the family out today but this one is from the 1990s but it's from the actual you know live action movie um and it's called turtle power
this is serious, so give me a quarter. I was a witness, get me a reporter. Call April O'Neil in on this case, hey, you better hurry up, there's no time to waste. We need help like quick on the double, have pity on a city, man, it's in trouble. We need heroes like the Lone Ranger when Tonto came pronto, when there was danger. They didn't say we'd be there in half an hour, cause they displayed turtle power. Trail, determined to put these crooks in jail. She spied the bad guys and saw what happened, but before she knew it, she fell in a trap and got caught. Yeah, she was all alone, with no friends and no phone. Now this was beyond her worst dreams, cause she was cornered by some wayward teens. Headed by Shredder, they were anything but good. Misguided, unloved, they called them the foot. They could terrorize and be angry youth then. They'd mug the people who needed proof. Then from out of the dark came an awesome sound. Shout a cowabunga as they hit the ground. From the field of weeds, the heroes rescued the flower. Cause they possessed turtle power. They're on a mission When there's a battle Got the enemy wishing That they stayed at home Instead of fighting These ninja masters With moves like lightning They were once normal But now the mutants Squint is the teacher So they are the students Leonardo, Michelangelo And Donatello Make up the team With one other fellow Raphael He's the leader of the group Transformed from the norm By the nuclear goop Pizza's the food That's sure to please These ninjas are into Pepperoni and cheese Back to the story I'm a fan of the turtles Ever since they came into existence in the 80s and watching those films bring great joy and they continue to um, make those films and recreate them and create new ideas and, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, this newer film is based because they're actually teenagers where most times when a lot of the films um, were not, they were kind of, I guess you could say young adults. <laughs> so, but anyways, you know, um, certainly uh, looking forward to, to the, and that should be interesting. So we'll see how that goes, right? But anyways. Today will be a shorter message. Just thank you for for being out there, everyone. Giving you, you know, hopefully some positivity out there. And you know, in in the meantime, let me just close out with um, one of these devotions, right? So today's uh, August twelfth. Let me see what the good devotion has. Honoring God. And then Judah came near Joseph and said, "Oh my Lord." Please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's hearing, and do not let your anger burn against your servant, for you 
are even like Pharaoh. Genesis 44, 18. And it says, Submitting to earthly authorities is only one step removed from submitting to God himself. At our jobs, we are to work for our employers as if we're working for God. And when we submit to civil authorities, it is like submitting to God, since he established their authority. Romans 13, 1-5 One of the things that Joseph's brothers did right was submitting to Joseph as if he was the Pharaoh. Submission is a hard thing to do, at least with reverence and honor. Joseph's brother Judah slowly sensed that God was doing something unexpected in their relationship with Joseph, whom they had not recognized. Because of this, Judah bowed in honor before Joseph in recognition of the authority of Joseph's position. He humbled himself before the one who ultimately would save Jacob's family. There is a lesson there for us. Humility and honor for authority figures is always appropriate since God is at work in our life through them. Agreement is not the immediate point. The honor is, right? So certainly, just um, honoring those people. And I know that can be difficult, submitting to people, submitting to a boss, those people around us. Um, even submitting to a spouse <laughs> can be difficult at times, right? But, but nonetheless, right, um, it must be done. Thank you for all of you out there who continuously listen to me, listen and hopefully learn and grow with me in my struggles, in my successes, in my failures, um, to know that you're not alone. And um, especially knowing that, yes, I am trying to push forward. It's not easy. I'm trying to be positive. It's not easy. But I'll continuously push forward, right? And uh, thank you, everyone, for being there, for supporting me. And I, I, I give praise to our God for never leaving me behind, always thinking of us, never sleeping, but always being there whenever I need him. But I need to be a faithful servant. I need to be better in my devotion to him. And um, I lift everyone out there in, you know, up to him if you're a believer if you're not then pick up the good word and start reading and seeing how he can bless your life as well but again thank you for all of you out there who, who listen to me and support me and uh and with this struggle called life right all right well i'm gonna end out here and uh, i'm gonna play our our song here the good one or they're all good but the more positive one and uh, finish out this talk. So thank you again until next time. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Dream
Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know.